fantasy baseball fanatics how you doing welcome to the fantasy md's baseball podcast today is monday july 18th 2022 this is our 39th episode um if you guys been enjoying the podcast you've been enjoying what the fantasy md's do we just ask you know you give us a little five star on uh spotify google apple wherever you listen to us if you write a little review too that goes a long way truly helps you know the podcast grow if you're watching on, on YouTube, we just ask, you know, you hit the like button, you know, hit the little bell, subscribe to us, you know, we'll let you know anytime a new video comes out from us. Also, if you guys have not heard, we are doing a little giveaway, you know, four baseball cards, one baseball card set. Um, just go check on any of our socials and you'll see, you know, a post of just me with wearing the Yankee cap as usual. Um, and it will give you all the details that you need for that. Um, and I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my brother, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane. Matt, how are we doing today, brother? Doing good, man. I'm on the road here in Alabama right now. So, you know, you know, doing my dedication to you guys. Yeah, yeah, Matt. We trust me, I know I appreciate it, and I'm sure the fans do as well. So, you know what? Um, we appreciate you, you know, doing your best for us. Well, we'll just head into this thing, you know, we'll start with the finger on the pulse. And we thought um, you know, a good one would be uh, you know, to point out a couple of stashes, you know, heading into the all-star break, you know, some guys that might be a little banged up or guys that might have gotten sent down. Um, we just we're not gonna we're gonna give you a bunch of names. We're not gonna highlight every single guy, you know. Um, figure Matt and I will just throw out our top five from each uh, you know, the arms and uh the bats, and uh we'll go from there, right, guys? So I got a big list of arms here for you guys, a really nice list of arms, you know, so I'm going to take my time reading the names off and, you know, go, go through their ownership percentages. And then, uh, as I said, we're not going to do a deep dive on every guy, but, you know, we will, uh, Matt and I will give you our top five from each category, right? So um, we'll start off here with the arms. Um, we got Dustin May, number one. And if you guys have been listening to the pod, you know, I'm super, super high on him. Um, I think he's going to be great in the second half. You know, he went out the other day and he uh, threw two, I believe it was, um, Clean innings through um yeah through um two clean innings uh struck out a couple you know looked really good he's a thirty seven percent owned on Yahoo right we got Lance McCullers up next uh Lance McCullers of the Houston Astros he's on his way back as well talked about him a few times on the podcast um he is fifty four percent owned on Yahoo uh then we got Mike Soroka he's a little bit behind some of these other guys and I'm not a hundred percent sure when he's going to be back. He did have a little setback. He got a, I think he got hit on the knee by a comebacker. So, you know, he's, um, he's one that might be a little bit lower on this list. He's 19% owned once again, Mike Soroka of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, then we got Jesus Lazardo. He's um on his way back guys. You know, he pitched, uh, I believe uh, two clean innings and a rehab start the other day. Um, you know, he's going to build back up. He's coming off that uh, shoulder injury. He is, 39% owned on Yahoo. Once again, Jesus Lazardo of the Miami Marlins. Um, bear with me here. My phone wants to be a POS. Um, okay. We Up next, we got uh, Freddie Peralta. He's a bit highly owned, guys. I think he's 86% owned, but he's another guy who's, you know, throwing a couple of clean innings the other day in a rehab start. They're saying he should be back by, you know, the middle of August. If he happens to be out there in your league, he's probably, I'd say, the number one guy on this list, you know, 85% owned, though. So don't think he's out there in too many leagues. Maybe throw a buy low offer on him. Then we got uh, Andrew Heaney. You know, he's had a couple of injuries this year, but he's also on his way back for the Los Angeles Dodgers, 58% owned. He's uh, been very, very good this uh, season, but he did get hit hard in his uh, last rehab outing. Doesn't really mean too much to me. Shouldn't mean too much to you guys. If he's out there in your league, you know, go grab him. Uh, then we got two guys that got sent down. Um, you know, I believe it was just to manage their innings and stuff. We got George Kirby and uh, Ron Snee Contreras. Uh, George Kirby of the Seattle Mariners is 32% owned on Yahoo. So he's a... Uh, He's out there in a lot of leagues, and uh, Ron Snee is 
18% owned. So that's another guy I think is going to come back and have a big second half here. And then we got another one of my boys who I know I've talked about on the pod before. That's uh, Jeffrey Springs of Tampa Bay. You know, I, I believe he'll be back right after the All-Star break with the team. He's 54% owned. So, Matt, uh, who's your top five from that uh, list of names? Let me hear uh, who you like there, brother. Um, I mean, Mike Sheroka is one of the names I love. Um, Jesus Lazardo, Frey Peralta, obviously. Kirby and Springs. Okay, um, you know. Enough. You know, those are my guys. Lizardo is definitely a stash. I think he'll be back within the next couple of weeks. I think he's the one that's probably the one that's going to be coming back very soon, along with Springs. Springs is just dealing with a little hamstring injury, if I remember correctly. Yes, sir. And some uh, issues with the family. So he should be back real soon. And he's been having, a, you know, an electric start. So I kind of want to keep that coming. George Kirby had some up and downs, but I like the upside. Maybe his time off is going to help him adjust. You know, Mike Soroka, you know, he's I'm a big fan of him, but I still don't know if he's actually going to make it back until September. Um, I agree I don't with know you on that one. I'm now. not sure. I saw, um, what's his name, the the Braves GM. They, he was on the TV talking about Soroka, and he said that they're hoping he can get back before the end of the season, but they're not 100% sure. But I do love the name as well, Matt. I do love yeah. the name. So, so essentially, like, he's kind of like a wash, but, like, he's somebody to watch out for if you start seeing him make progression that would definitely target him. And then Kirby, Kirby's somebody I love. Um, you know, I think that he's, even though he had a little rough little patch, I think it's just him being tired, hence why he was sent down, but I don't know how long he's going to be up for because I know they're going to keep his pitch count down. So yes, sir. it's one of those things where it's catch 22 Adam, And then when he gets sent down, I think this time will be for good. So just ride the wave. Fair enough. I'll throw out my top five real quick and then we'll move on to the bats. Um, I think I like Freddie Peralta one, but he's obviously very, very highly owned. Um, I think Dustin may is my number two. I'm just super high on him. You know, um, He's had a pretty good career so far. We know it's not too much. I'm going to see if I can uh, snag Dustin May's numbers for you guys so I could just rant about this guy a little bit because I'm a huge fan of his, right? Um, he has a career 2.93 ERA across 19 starts, 31 games total. Came out of the pen for a few of those. 113 innings, 111 strikeouts, and he has a 106 career whip, right? Now, I think this guy can come back and he could be a, a fantasy game changer if he, uh, you know, winds up producing the way that we expect him to. Uh, my number three here is probably Jeffrey Springs. As Matt stated, he should probably be back right after the All-Star break. Was dealing with a couple minor things. And I believe there was an issue with his son. We hope, uh, we hope Jeffrey Springs' son is okay. Um, my number four, probably going to have to agree with Matt. I think Jesus Lazardo goes as my number four. He was off to a very hot start. I know the ERA was a little bit inflated, but big strikeout guy, big potential for the kid. Finally got back on track after leaving Oakland. And my number five, I'm uh, I don't really – I don't like it, but I'm going to say Lance McCullers. I think Lance McCullers is just – he's a good pitcher, you know, and if he gets that spot back in, the, you know, the Houston rotation, maybe they go six-man to, you know, keep him healthy. I think he could be very, very good as well um, in the second half. So let's move on to the bats. It's a little bit shorter list of names. So maybe we'll do our top three instead of top five here, but I will read you off the whole list, right? Um, we got Harrison Bader. Um, he was off to a pretty good start. I know he was out there um, stealing bases uh, and doing good things for the, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, 15 steals on the year for Mr. Harrison Bader, and he's 46% owned on Yahoo. Um, then we got Gene Segura, who was actually, you know, like a house on fire before he went down. Um, Let's check what the update is on him. Um, he started fielding ground balls um, on Saturday. He's working his way back. Um, he had a fractured right index finger. And they're saying that he could be back by mid-August on the year. He hit 275, six bombs, 19 ribbies, um, eight steals, 22 runs, and was hitting 275 across 167 at-bats. You got to love those numbers. 
Um, then we got Kyle Lewis. I'm not going to go. We've been ranting about this guy for months. Go pick him up if you haven't already. Kyle Lewis is going to be great. That Seattle team's on fire. 14 straight wins. Um, get, get Kyle Lewis back on your team. John Birdie, if he was dropped in any of your leagues, you know, he's leading the league um, in steals. That's why I just had to throw him on there. He is 73% owned on Yahoo, so he's not going to be out there in too many leagues. 28 steals on the year. He's hitting 271 with 32 runs. So he's definitely a big three-category contributor, especially, you know, steals. If he's out there, you need to go grab him ASAP. And then we got uh, Mitch Hanniger, you know, who had a monster year last year. Um, you know, he has only had 35 at best this year. He's 70% owned on Yahoo as well. But then again, we're throwing these names out there. You can always go out there and um, try and trade on them for the low while they're still hurt. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Mitch Hanniger hasn't been cleared for a minor league rehab assignment yet. Um, you know, they're saying he could be back at some point in August. And I believe when he comes back, you know, big, big power in that bat. And uh, once again, on a great team in Seattle, you know, going to do big, big things. Uh, so Matt, why don't you throw out your top three there out of those, uh, out of those uh, five names. Okay. Um, so right now, my number one on that is Kyle Lewis. He, he's due back any day now. He's going to be hands down for a while. Yeah. You've been tell- preaching. He, he needs to, he needs to be on your rosters. He, he's fantastic. Um, I think, you know, if you didn't add him already, let's do it. Um, I think your next one is um, Birdie. I think Birdie, Birdie stole everything but your kitchen sink. So. <laughs> You know, he's somebody that's, you know, going to be valuable. He has, you know, some intangibles that I really like, you know, batting average, runs, stolen bases, and, you know, he could chip in a couple ribbies and a couple home runs for you. So it's nice. Um, personally, I'm just a big fan. And then lastly, I mean, it's a hard one. I mean, if Mitch Hanniger is healthy, like he's going to tell me, hey, like I'll be back mid-August, like he's definitely a stash, but not today. He's more like August 1st, they stash him, or the second I hear he's getting a rehab start, I'm not stashing him today. Segura is nice, but again, I'm not really a Segura fan. He was killing it, but then he died off, and then he got hurt. He's a little bit old, too. Yeah, his typical MO, too. You know, he's got flangy issues. He's got, you know, just being old. He's got, you know, just a whole bunch of problems. I'm just not a fan. You know, it just is what it is. So, I mean, I guess Hanniger's my three. Bader's whatever, personally, in my opinion. So Matt, I think I think we're right on point there. Uh, I see the, the Segura one's tough because if he comes back and he's swinging the bat the way he w- was, you know, then then, you know, he's he's good. But um, yeah, I think I'm agreeing with you. Kyle Lewis is number one. The kid won, you know, AL rookie of the year uh, during the covid season. And he was uh, absolutely electric. Let me see if I can get those numbers for you guys there. Just to remind you of what Kyle Lewis is actually capable of. Right. Uh, OK, here we go. Baseball reference. OK, oh. Well, as we always tell you, baseball reference can be annoying. So bear with me. All right, I got it here. So, you know, in 2020, you know, Kyle Lewis is, uh, you know, rookie of the year season. He played 58 games. He had 206 at-bats, 37 runs, 11 bombs, 28 ribbies, five steals, and he had 262. Even before he went down this year, he was hitting 267. So I kind of think he could be a 260, 270 hitter, a little bit of pop, a little bit of speed. And especially in that lineup, he's going to be deadly for Seattle. Once again, that's Kyle Lewis, guys. Uh, Matt, I think we're, we're, we're in step here because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually go the same as you, dude. I think John Birdie is going to be my number two. If you need steals, runs, batting average, John Birdie is that guy. I think he could wind up with 40 steals by the end of the year, maybe even 45, right? And then Mitch Hanniger is, is the wild card, right? Because if he gets back, once again, like Matt said, big, big power in that guy's bat. Uh, let's remind you of what he did just last year. I believe he hit 40 bombs, right? Matt, am I wrong about that? Didn't he have 40 bombs last year? Somewhere close yeah, to that. Because my computer that just doesn't want to – baseball reference wants to be, you know, 
annoying here. But you know, he's he's got a lot of power in that. Bad. All right, hold on. It's it wants it wants to work again. So let's see if I can pull up you those exact numbers, right? From Mr. Mitch Hanniger on Seattle. Um, he had 39. So I was off by one, guys. Forgive me. I, I was I was off by one home run there. So last year, Mitch Hanniger, you know, he played 157 games, 620 FF, 110 runs, 39 bombs, 100 RBIs. Um, chipped in a steal and he had 253. So I think the guy is, is, you know, around 250, 260 hit a lot of pop, a lot of RBIs. And, you know, he, he runs pretty well too, for, you know, um, a 31 year old man. Uh, yeah. So Matt and I are in step there. Once again, you know, um, Gene Segura and Harrison Bader are also decent stashes, especially, you know, once again, if Segura can come back and do what he did, uh, Harrison Bader is, you know, like a John birdie light. So, you know, if you can't get John birdie, you know, go for Harrison Bader. All right. So, guys, that's um, all the stashes for you guys. You know, once again, a lot of good names out there, you know, going into the all-star break. If you can get a couple of these guys on your team for a free 99 off the waiver wire, I would highly advise it. Um, if you can go out there and, you know, some of these guys that are a little bit more highly owned, you can go out there and shoot a nice little, you know, buy low trade out there. I would totally do that as well. So we're going to move here into the news and notes, Matt, you know, just cut me off my brother if I'm rambling too much or if there's anything that you want to say. we got a lot of big uh, news and notes here for you guys. So um, pay attention, right? Uh, we got Chris Sale first. This one's horrible. You know, I, I kind of been touting him recently. I've actually been touting him for a while. So I'm sorry if anyone went out there and followed my advice, but you can't predict injuries, right? Especially like one like this. He exited the game yesterday. Um, he got hit by a com comebacker on his uh, left pinky, which is now fractured. Um, he's expected to miss four to six weeks. And, you know, that, that's going to be tough to hold him. You know, if, if you got to drop him, you got to drop him. But you know what? When he pitches, he's one of the best players in baseball. So, you know, just uh, be, be weary with Chris Sale, you know, going forward. Shane Boz of the Tampa Bay Rays. This one's horrible. You know, right elbow strain. He's out till at least mid-September. He was placed on the 60-day IL. I know in one of my big money leagues, I, I unfortunately had to drop him because you don't know if he's going to come back this year. I would honestly be surprised if he did. Tampa Bay is known to be a little, um, you know, um, skeptical here with um, prospects. They don't really want to, you know, want to rush them or anything like that. So I could totally see him, you know, just not playing for the rest of the year. Then we got Luis Severino of our New York Yankees. This one's another tough one, guys. Um, he's got a shoulder issue. He's going to be shut down for at least the next two weeks, which is uh, which is tough, you know, because um, like we said, we're getting we're getting to the end here, guys. You know, only a few weeks left, and uh, he's not going to throw for two weeks. So that means he's going to take even more time to ramp back up and get ready. And then if there's a setback, like you know, I remember last year I had him. There was about five, six, seven setbacks with him. So that's going to be no fun. By the way, stay tuned for the wave wire. We got a couple. Uh, got got a couple good ones for you today, including a nice Luis Severino placement. Uh, into better news, Fernando Tatis Jr., you know, working his way back from that wrist surgery. He has been cleared um, for the hit finally, you know, so um, that's going to be interesting. You know, he's been working on his conditioning as well. So they're saying he could be back by mid-August, but I'm taking that with a grain of salt because I've been hearing, you know, diff all different kinds of timetables for him. But hopefully he gets back before the end of the season. He's able to help out my fantasy team and your fantasy teams as well. Uh, then we got Mike Trout. Um, you know, he's still out, you know, with that sore back's been bothering him. He's missed the last four games. Just keep your eye on Trout there, you know, and he's kind of slowed down uh, recently too. Probably could be because of that slow back. Frankie Montas dealing with that shoulder issue. They said he responded well to a bullpen session. He could be back in the rotation after the All-Star break. He's also a trade candidate, by the way, guys. So, you know, just keep your eye out. Frankie Montas could wind up on a way better team for the second half, you know, than the Oakland Athletics. And that would be very, very good. He's been very, very good this year himself, Mr. Montas. Luis Robert is currently sick. He's missed the last two games. He should be back after the All-Star break. You know, it's just a little, little sick for him. You know, hopefully uh, Luis Robert's uh, okay. 
Then we got Jazz Chisholm with the sore back. He's been running, hitting, and playing defense. Um, he's going to skip the All-Star game to get healthy. They're expecting him back right after the All-Star break. So get ready to get Jazz back in your lineups. The guy is uh, so much fun. You know, one of Matt and I's favorite players out there. Trevor Story hit the IL with the hand contusion. Um, he could be activated when first eligible next week, though. Um, Eloy Jimenez is still dealing with a leg issue from the other day. He's missed the last few games there, but he should be back after the All-Star break as well. Um, Jordan Alvarez, um, he hit yesterday for the first time since landing on the IL. I'm not sure how that went for him, but he's going to be reevaluated after the All-Star break, and they're going to go from there. So don't expect him back right away after the All-Star break. Once again, that's Jordan Alvarez. Uh, we got Carlos Rodon also going to skip the All-Star game. He's dealing with a split fingernail and blood blister on his hand. Um, that's going to be interesting. They're saying he's going to be reevaluated after the All-Star break as well. But I know sometimes those things linger. I've seen it with uh, other pitchers before. So, guys, be a little careful here with Rodon. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to work out for him. But we'll keep you updated as, um, you know, things um, come on. So, um, we're going to head into the waiver wire here, guys. Um Um, guys, we're going to start off here with a couple bats. Um, the first one we're going to head into, this guy's actually been um, on fire of late. Um, that's Leody Tavares. Um, he's been pretty, pretty good on the season. You know, he's a, he's a young kid. Um, they had high, high expectations for him, and he's finally starting to click um, for the Texas Rangers team. So, so far in the year, Leody Tavares has had 30 games, 85 at-bats, 14 runs, nine doubles actually which is impressive three home runs 15 rbis five steals and he's hitting 341 so as i said you know he doesn't have a long track record of history but he was highly touted he's 23 years old i believe he's still fairly um under owned in yahoo right only 48 percent owned at the moment 48 so yeah you guys could still go out there and get him about half the leagues out there and i would i would recommend him if you need an outfielder right now it looks like he's finally starting to pan out um he's on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine game hit streak, guys. So once again, Leody Tavares of the Texas Rangers, I'm, I'm highly recommending him. I think he's going to be good. Yeah, he, you know what? Like his last week is encouraging. It's a ride the wave kind of situation. He had four steals, nine ribbies, a home run, six runs, batting 462. It's a nice little wave of wire contribute. I'm not going to say he's going to do that next week, but it's definitely something to, you know, build on the upside if you need a bat. But um, let's move on to our next guy here, and it's Andrew McCutcheon, a name that's been around fantasy baseball for, you know, ever. Um, McCutcheon has been, you know, earned himself a conversation here um, for us, and um, I'm pretty pretty impressed with what he's been doing recently. As of late, he had last week four, four runs, one bomb, six ribbies. Um, over the last month, it's 16 bomb, uh, ribbies, 15 runs, five home runs, 16 ribbies. Wow, that's funny. One steal that in 287. So I think, you know what, like the last month kind of proves like, hey, he's kind of found his groove. He does this once a year. He usually gets like a month or two of just, you know, pure greatness and then he falls off. So he's at least worth an ad. He's like freaking, you know, not the level of Carpenter, but he's somebody that can, you know, give you that Carpenter production that's going to get everyday play versus Carpenter twice a week. So he could definitely be a value. Yeah, guys, uh, as Matt said, if, if you if you watched any baseball over the last uh, 14 years, you probably heard of Andrew McCutcheon. Right. And, uh, you know, in Milwaukee, he's a good park to hit. As Matt said, he's been turning it on lately um, on the year. Seventy seven games, 306 at bats, 39 runs, nine bombs, 
41 RBI, six steals, and he's hitting 255. He's more of a deeper league play. Once again, that's Andrew McCutcheon of the Milwaukee Brewers. He's 34% owned on Yahoo. I'd say you look at him for your deep 12s, your 15s, you know, stuff like that. If he's out there, you know, he's contributing in power and speed. You know, the runs and RBIs are there too. Batting average might hurt you a little bit, but you know what, 255 these days is like, you know, 275 from like, you know, four or five years ago. So once again, Andrew McCutcheon is definitely, as Matt said, in the discussion of, you know, an, an ad, you know, in, in, in deeper leagues. So next up, let's go with um, Jose Iglesias. Once again, you know, a guy that was a, a prospect, you know, wasn't a huge prospect, but, you know, people talk, talked about him, you know, back in the day. And uh, he's doing all right. He's eligible at second and short on Yahoo, only 11% owned. So you can go out there and get him in almost every league. On the, on the year, he's got decent numbers, 282 at-bats, 29 runs, three bombs, 34 ribbies, two steals, hitting 301. Once again, that's Jose Iglesias of the Colorado Rockies. He's going to play half of his games in cores, so that's always fun. And as my brother always says, if you find batting average off the waiver wire, you know, it's it's always it's always impressive. It's not an easy thing to do. And he's also, you know, uh, chipping in a little bit in the other categories. Not too, too much, but you know what? In deeper leagues, definitely a guy you want to look at. Once again, Jose Iglesias of Colorado. Yeah, he's definitely like a nice little play. Um, you know, Dom's took the word right out of my mouth. He's one of those guys that, you know, let's take it, ride the wave. And, you know, Colorado is Colorado, so we all know what the upside could be there, especially going into it, especially this long week, too. Who knows what can come out and, you know, start start up hot. Uh, well, let's move on because Dom kind of pretty much covered it, and that's uh, Jose Moran, uh, Dada Baba La Baba. Miranda, Miranda. Um, can't say You're thinking name. about it. Miranda, much. wow. <laughs> I am. You know what, guys, I just can't speak. But, um, you know, he's had a nice two weeks, you know, over the last two weeks, five runs, three bombs, ten ribbies, batting 303. Again, you know, just like Dom said before, my national anthem is batting average off the waivers is valuable, so let's get it running. Um, you know, he's on Minnesota Twins. He's about 20% owned. He has first and third base eligibility. You know, third has been pretty putrid, so it's something nice to get out of there with that Twins lineup, too. They're all looking a little good, so, you know, there could be some upside for him in terms of the runs category. Yeah, I'll, I'll chime in there. And, you know, the, the Twins have been pretty good with their prospects over the last few years. You know, Joe Ryan, uh, Royce Lewis, when he came up, he was great. You know, Buxton's finally starting to click. So I think they finally have turned a corner there as a franchise, right? Um, Jose Miranda, another guy, you know, he was a, a, not a not a big, big-name prospect, but he was a prospect. You know, people talking about him, you know, 24 years old, finally getting the shot there. You know, 57 games on the year for Mr. Miranda, 187 at-bats, 16 runs. 12 doubles, eight home runs, 32 RBIs, no steals, and he's hitting 251. But I think, you know, as Matt said, of late, you know, he's finally figuring things out. And, you know, that's that's uh, good for a young guy like this. You know, he's making the adjustments after, you know, coming up to the bigs, starting to see what these guys can do. And uh, let's just tell you, um, he's eligible first and third on Yahoo, which is very hard positions to fill right now. I know first and third are very, very tough. 20% owns for Jose Miranda. So, guys, you know, go out there and snag him if you – if you need a guy to play first and third that, you know, has um, a little bit of value there. Right. So let's move on to the next guy here. And uh, one of my boys that I, you know, I touted at the beginning of the year and then he got hurt and uh, you know, he's finally back. He's got the call and that's Max Meyer of the Miami Marlins. I'm a huge, huge fan of his. I scooped him up in all my leagues. Um, I know he didn't have a great outing his first time. Uh, you know, um, he yielded five runs, you know, but he, the first three were clean. He looked great. You know, he retired 10 of the first 12 guys he's up. Matt and I actually watched him, his start together. And, you know, the slider looked pretty good. 
Fastball was, that was sitting around 96, 95, 96, which was good. Mixed in only a couple of changeups. I would like to have seen him throw a few more of those. I think that might have been a little bit of an issue. I think he only threw about two or three of them. So, you know, if he gets that changeup going, you know, that fastball, you know, sits sits pretty well. And that slider starts sliding a little bit the way he wants it to because he's a big time slider guy. Um, I think he's going to be I think he's going to be good for the second half, you know, but he really has to prove himself. They got Jesus Lazardo coming back. They got Edward Cabrera coming back. So, you know, if he doesn't, you know, um, over the next two two starts really show himself, I think he could be replaced. But once again, I think he's totally worth a shot. 39 percent on for Max Meyer of the Miami Marlins. He was doing great down in the minors this year. It was under one whip, but the, the ERA was a little bit inflated off of one bad start. You know, I think he had a 370 ERA, well over a strikeout per nine. And I think he lines up for either Pittsburgh or Cincinnati in his next start, which is two, you know, great teams to pitch against. So once again, Max Myers, 39% owned on the Miami Marlins. He's probably my number one pitcher off the waiver wire for this week. And um, you're not going to find many guys with the upside that he has, you know, for the rest of the year. Yep. I think that you hit it right on the head. Um, you know, I'm hoping to see a little bit more from him. Yeah. Um, you know, if I think that there, it's probably one of those things where he looked calm, cool, collected in all of his starts. He didn't get rattled, nothing to the sort. I think he was kind of a little bit of bad luck. And, you know, he's probably got to find a, just a good, good pitch mix, little good pick, pitch mix and kind of get stuff rolling with that. I, you know, first big shot, I didn't expect him to come here and uh, light, get lights out and just be incredible. But you know what? There's a possibility to build off that and kind of take it and get a solid start the next time out. But uh, let's move over on here to somebody that is definitely a value, somebody you should be stashing, and somebody that's going to be back Saturday, I mean Sunday, and that's uh, Jacob Junis. Uh, Jacob Junis was, you know, rolling hot and heavy going into the – right before he got hurt. Um, he was legitimately killing it, um, you know, on the season in 50 innings. He had four wins, 42 um, Ks, 306 ERA, and a 102 whip. Now, I'm one of the owners that had him. I think him getting hurt. He was incredible, absolutely lights out. I'm very impressed with what he did. I think that personally, he's probably one of the best pitchers to pick up this week, hands down, um, because of the fact that he's just going to go lights out um, and probably pick up where he left off. I've been waiting for this for a while, so you know, yeah, my I'm brother, pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm going to chime in with you there, man, and I'm I'm very high on Jacob Junis as well. Um, he did come back and uh, you know, pitch out of the bullpen the other day, but he's not the kind of guy that's used to that. He gave up a couple runs, you know, and uh, in relief, but you know, he got two Ks in the two innings he did pitch. So you know, at least he showed that he's healthy again. He can get out there and do it. Um, I think, like Matt said, though, he's kind of going to. I think he takes off again to where he was. You know, very similar type numbers uh, coming for Jacob Junis in the second half. Uh, San Francisco is a great park to pitch in. You know, and they've been able to you know help a couple starting pitchers over the years. You know, figure things out coming from other franchises or even guys that they brought themselves. Uh, like Tim Lincecum and uh, things like that. Somebody even like Tim Lincecum, who wasn't projected to be as great as he was, it was absolutely fantastic. And I credit that to, you know, the Giants and their pitching staff. You know, Matt read off his numbers this year. The guy's been great. Low low threes ERA, uh, 102 whip, you know, almost a K per nine guy, four wins on a, on a good team. So, you know, guys, go out there and uh, snag Jacob Junis. Only 22% owned on Yahoo. Uh, let's see, where does he... I mean, he's got, it looks like he might line up with the Dodgers. Um, so, you know, that might be a little bit of a tougher start. But um, once again, he's definitely a worthy, worthy stash, you know, uh, going into the second half here, right? So let's get into one of our own guys. We talked about a Luis Severino replacement. Yes. And, uh, you know, Domingo Armand is supposed to be back for the second half and, uh, you know, um, uh, take Seve's spot. And I'm uh, I'm very high on Domingo Armand. I'm going to do a little spin for you guys. I actually got the Domingo Armand jersey on. 
just that's just to let you guys know how much of a Domingo Herman fan is. I don't know if anyone else even got a Domingo Herman jersey, right? But um, I, I certainly do. He's 23% owned on Yahoo. And, uh, you know, he's had his ups and downs in his career so far. Um, I've seen him pitch in person a few times. He does have electric stuff. And uh, let's just hope it finally clicks for the kid, right? Let's hope that he can, you know, take off like we all thought he could, you know. Um, once again, uh, baseball reference just doesn't want to do its thing. Otherwise, I was going to provide you guys with, you know, some uh, some stats on Domingo. Um, Matt, I don't know if you – okay, wait. Hey, it finally wants to load now, you know, after being a, a pain in my butt. But Domingo Armand, you know, um, had a great rookie year in uh, 2017. It was a 3 one 4 ERA, you know. Um, whip, was, uh, whip was all right, you know. But the last two years, you know, he's shown improvement in the whip. ERA is a little bit higher. You know, he's a strikeout, uh, strikeout per inning type of guy. You know, he can get you those strikeouts. Only um, 29 years old, so he's still fairly, you know, fairly uh, young. But, um, I mean, I just think he can figure things out like a lot of the guys in the Yankees rotation have. You know, look at Tyon, look at Montgomery, you know, look at Nasty Nestor. And I think that they, he can build off of that. Maybe he's not going to be as good as Sevy was, you know, but um, at 23% owned and a guy you grab it for free 99 off the waiver on the best team in baseball, I think Domingo Armand is worthy of a pickup. Yeah, I completely agree. He's somebody I wish I would have stashed. Um, he definitely has some electric stuff. I think that he's going to have a nice little, little second half of the season. I'm not going to say he's going to be an ace, but I do think that the kid has some electric stuff. I'm very excited for him, um, you know, especially being on the Yankees. You know, there's a lot of win potential. And, you know, what? the team is only going to get better and whatnot. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. But uh, let's move on to our next guy here, our last pitcher, and that's Alex Wood of the San Francisco Giant, our second Giant here on the night. Um, you know, old man is over here, but he's getting his stuff done. So, you know, last two weeks, 16 innings, he got the W, got one W, 19 cases. His next start seems to be against, I don't even know, they're not showing it yet, but it's definitely not the Dodgers, thank God. So it's going to be a somewhat decent matchup. I'm pretty excited to see what he's going to do. What? It might be the Dodgers. I'm not sure. Look, they play the net. They play the Dodgers in the next. Yeah, season. they haven't announced it yet. Yeah, but I, I don't know how their rotation is going to shake out, but it could be the Dodgers. Yeah, so I think he's more of a you know you could throw you could throw him on your team. He's been good of late though, as Matt pointed out. You know those numbers. He's we'll been see. good of late. I'll tell you this, guys. He's got a four two zero ER. Once again, Alex Wood of the San Francisco Giants, four two ERA on the year, but a three ten FIP. Once again, we don't like to get crazy, but I've, we've talked about FIP a few times. It's an yeah. ERA predictor. And and the the it's pretty low, you know. Got a one two four whip on the year, as Matt mentioned. He's a he's a K per nine guy. Uh, he's been pretty decent his whole career on his career. It's a three five six ERA. So I would expect a similar, you know, around that ERA for the second half. If he can give you a three five uh, six ERA and you know um, a K per nine with a decent whip, you know, that's pretty good. So we're just gonna run through guys a couple of closures for you guys real quick, you know, um, and that's gonna be it. So. Um, Brooks Raley, we mentioned of Tampa Bay. I'm kind of just going to run through this, guys. I apologize, but um, we kind of got to head out. Uh, kind of Matt's got a couple of things to do. I'm going to watch the home run derby. So um, Brooks Raley of Tampa Bay, he's gotten the last couple of saves for Tampa. You guys can go out there and snag him. You know, um, not 100% sure if it's going to be him every time, but, you know, uh, Jason Adam is the other guy, as we've mentioned before. It looks like um, Kyle Finnegan was announced as the closer going forward for Washington after Tanner Rainey has gone down and hit the 60-day IL, and he's – Probably going to get that Tommy John. I don't think we see um, uh, Tanner, um, whatever, uh, Tanner Rainey again this year. But Kyle Finnegan's the guy in Washington if you want to give him a chance. I know his numbers don't look great, but, you know, he could uh, redeem himself. And then Sir Anthony Dominguez got the last, um, I think, two or three saves for um, Philly. 
Brad Hand did mix in one, but that was after um, Sir Anthony had pitched two days in a row. So it looks like, you know, he's going to be the guy there. Got great numbers on the year. Um, he's probably my number one out of all three of these guys. Um, and uh, that's going to be it today for the Fantasy MD guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us. I promise you we're going to have a little bit better show coming up later in the week with a bunch of uh, stuff to help you guys, you know, in the second half. But until then, guys, um, see you. Peace.